Hi, everybody. Hi, I'm Amy. I'm Vince. And you're listening to The, the Grid, Grid is, is for squares. squares. Oh, look at us all coordinated like. We're starting to get our shit together. <laughs> Barely. Um, so what are we smoking today? You are smoking some blue Skittles. No, is it Skittles or is it Skittles? It's blue Skittles with two Zs, one oh, at no, the beginning. Oh, no, two Zs? One at the beginning, one at the end. Oh, God. Blue Skittles. Uh, so today the topic is was going to be building a greenhouse, which we did recently. But we thought maybe we should talk first about the, oh, let's say, viral elephant in the room. Yeah. Uh, we're not scientists, so, you know, we're just going to tell you what we know so far. Um, sometime last week, um, all of the monkeys got out at the zoo. Um, and we just don't know because this hasn't happened before, but there are some concerns now that the monkeys are going to spread to the other zoos and start letting out not only other monkeys, but all the other animals. I heard that every animal they touch turns into another monkey. That, I've heard that too. It's important not to get carried away with misinformation. Yeah, so be careful out there. <laughs> um, so obviously, actually, we're talking about COVID-19, uh, aka the coronavirus, which, you know, we're still like just in the early stages of, but everybody in the world is freaking out. Um, and so we're... <sighs> We're not scientists, so we're not going to tell you what we reckon about science. Um, but, like, it's a major part of the reality of life right now in this uh, sliver of space-time. So we thought we had to mention it in some capacity. Because it affects us in our, our daily lives. Yeah, and like everybody. gets us thinking, um, you know, how it relates to the property as well. Yeah, I mean, here, everything in L.A. is basically shut down um restaurants and as many watermelon seed spitting contests canceled <laughs> yes. across the board kissing contests definitely canceled yep. um relevantly for me pretty much every art show is shut down um like every theater is canceling it's you know plays it's shows movie Coachella's theaters postponed. Post oh no uh, movie theaters are selling like half capacity so everyone can keep seats between them. It's it's weird. It's fucking weird out there. I didn't hear that one. Yeah. Are they doing that on planes too? Or just flying empty planes around? Hard to say. Just flying empty planes around to keep their air rights. <laughs> right. Um, I actually was supposed to have a show next weekend. So I guess that would be three days ago by the time you're listening to this. Um, and I still don't know what's happening with it. Um, we're talking about maybe having it be pay what you will because all of our art friends like all of our theater friends are now out of work we've talked about just canceling it you know personally i'm in favor of caution but i also understand not wanting to give in to like fear or hysteria so who knows time will tell we shall see and for my part it's kind of a double whammy um because or it's, convenient or convenient it's it's also raining in la right now a lot just steady all week um which always shuts my job down but at the same time, we're, of course, taking every precaution we can. Um, I did a little work from home Thursday and Friday, but I was pretty preoccupied. But more relevantly to this podcast, uh, this is the kind of like public disaster, public fear moment that I think probably leads a lot of people to buy 
property to build off the grid, you know, there's like the whole prepper demographic, which is yeah. a huge part of people who are doing the kind of thing that we're doing. Um, is that is that really why we're doing it, though? Uh, maybe a little, but not really. Yeah. Um, there's certainly that aspect, you know, now that we have it, we're, we're going to try to capitalize on it if we can, but I don't think it was what motivated me in the first place. Capitalize on it by which you mean like, if there's a disaster, we do have we property have it. so we can go there. It's sure. up there. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, always with a mind to whenever we go up there, whenever I bring something up, I try to bring a little bit extra. Mm-hmm. Um, water or non-perishable food Yeah. with the idea now that if something were to happen of, of any kind, um, you know, we would meet there on the property. Right. Mom and I would. Right. It's Mom a little bit early on still for us to be able to consider it a viable like apocalypse property. Like there's nothing really built. We don't have any food planted, so we couldn't survive on our own. We don't have water resources set up yet. We don't have a well. So, you know, we couldn't really survive on our property as it is right now. Maybe we could if we had started five years ago or 10 years ago, but like 10 years ago, we were 23, 24. We so were like, just bebs. Yeah, we were, we were, we bebs. What were we, you know, we, we couldn't have started thinking about it then. So, you know, mm -hmm. I don't blame us for not getting started earlier. We've been doing the very best we could, but. And there's still time. Oh, um, hopefully. You kind of, you've been <laughs> saying, no, this is, uh, this is more of just a practice disaster. I hope. I mean, I don't hope that, but yeah, I mean, there could be a worse disaster in the future. Mm -hmm. Hopefully this isn't the disaster. Life is the dress rehearsal, right? Well, yeah. All of life. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that has been happening. Um, but it did start sort of sparking an interesting conversation between the two of us of like, who do we tell about the property? Is this like a secret prepper safe space for us? Is this like a community space where we tell everybody and everybody's welcome? You right. know, like what what is this space to us? And if shit really hit the fan, would that change? Right, right. Because when... in the meantime, I don't really want to tell anybody and everybody about it. I'm a very private person. Right. Um, Definitely much more than me. For example, this podcast was my idea. It would never be Vince's <laughs> instinct to like share our journey or share our, our, our personal shit with other people. But yeah. but he's he's willing to go along with it. <laughs> we both try to stay open-minded to each other's perspectives, for sure. The very notion of, of telling everybody in the world about, you know, my bug out spot. Um, seems counterintuitive. But... Sure. I mean, I, that's the question, right? Is right. it the bug out spot or is it the retreat center? And like, how can it be both? Yeah. But we're going to find out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a middle ground to everything. There's a place for paranoia, particularly in this insano world that we're living in. But it helps to have people in your life to help you keep perspective, too. And you mm -hmm. and my mom and especially um, my brother now, too. Um help me realize yeah. that you know there's a there's a limit <laughs> there's I think a norm the middle ground that we found right now is to tell everybody about it in general um but not give the address to anybody except absolute need to know how that changes going forward you know we can just visit on a case-by-case -case basis yeah like if we want to start airbnb it right then we're gonna have to we'll tell have to people give out where the, it is the location at that point right <laughs> Um, but you know, even that is a while from now, so we can just keep, keep thinking about it, keep revisiting it and keep talking about it. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, 
beyond all that, um, the thing we were going to discuss on this episode was building a greenhouse, which oh, yeah. we mostly did all of in the last couple weeks. Yeah, I guess since the last episode, um, we've gone up a couple times, right? Mom I and I went know. up for that weekend. It's been quite a while, but it's all been <laughs> building up to this first structure, the greenhouse, um, which we we had a lot of debate back and forth about the various structures we could build. And generally, we're all about the bespoke, about the home-crafted, one-of-a-kind Yeah, um, we kind of wanted to design all of our own, in addition to building, also designing all of our structures. But in the interest of expediting it, getting something to get up cheap and fast, um, we decided to go with a prefab, and this was a discussion we had for a long mm-hmm. time. So yeah, after some discussion, we decided that a prefab greenhouse, because it could go up fast and because we don't really have anything there besides the sukkah and our tent right now, that starting with, like, a middle ground would be a prefab greenhouse. So my brother Maury just finished this huge concrete job at work and contributed $3,000 to the kitty. Um, which... which was much appreciated because the, the whole kitty right now is pretty much just there to pay our monthly mortgage essentially payment oh yeah uh not a lot of certainly not three thousand dollars worth of extra funds lying around for greenhouses so we couldn't have done it without him yeah um so that was kind of our first parameter the less than three thousand dollars parameter right right um and you know we were looking at about an eight by 16 was our dream Mm -hmm. and most importantly a very high greenhouse um, because I'm 6'5". High. Yeah. Yeah. And very high most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Vince would like to not hit his head on stuff. He hits his head on so many things. It's very sad. We want to protect his precious little noggin. (laughs) So we went with a pretty high rated, pretty sturdy looking um, greenhouse that was also quite tall. We Mm -hmm. looked at uh, Paul Rem and Americana and what were some of the other ones? Uh, Rion, Ryan, Rion. Ryan, Rion. <laughs> um, uh, but we ended up going with, uh, the Grandio Ascent. Uh, Grandio is the company, Ascent is the style or whatever. The model. Yeah. Is, um, it a, is it a 2018 model or are they, the <laughs> 2021s out yet? Uh, um, it's eight by 16, eight feet wide, 16 feet deep, um, and yeah, about eight feet at the peak, but it's a it's a pitched pitched up to the peak. So at the walls, it's maybe five feet, and in the middle, it's eight sure. feet. So I can stand anywhere, but Vince <laughs> at least can stand in the middle. Yeah, it's um, steel and aluminum, pretty lightweight. I think like two hundred fifty pounds mm-hmm. overall, and it's got nice green enamel all over it. Yeah, I like the green more than just like shiny silver. Yeah. It kind of blends in with the Toyon and the Manzanita around. Yeah, yeah. Um, Windows are corrugated polycarbonate. Um, I kind of like it. They're they're not totally transparent. Right. They're translucent. Can't quite see what's going on in there. Yeah, a little bit of privacy and a little bit of just like feeling a little more like you're indoors. Like it's an inside space. Yeah. 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 Um, And it came out to about... 2800 after tax so pretty much just right up to our our three thousand dollar budget um but like everything uh the process has been considerably more complicated and stupid than it needed to be um sometimes 
because of our fault and other times not because of our fault. Mm -hmm. Just ordering it was like a big whole ordeal. Yeah. Um, you can't just casually order something that big, right? So first we ordered with Amazon because then it would be home delivered. We wouldn't have to worry about picking it up somewhere. Um, but that was a little stressful because we'd need to make sure that I was home during the delivery. And then we have to find a place to store it in our apartment until we can get it up. And like maybe if it got delivered and it was only me at home, I'd have to lift these super heavy boxes. You know, it's a whole fucking greenhouse in boxes. So like it's not a thing you can casually just like have delivered to your house. Um, but we decided to do that anyway. So I ordered it on Amazon um, and then my card was declined. And I was like, what? No, I specifically transferred $3,000 into my account so that I could buy this. My card definitely was should not be declined. Um, and Vince was like, well, don't debit cards like have purchasing limits <laughs> and I was like no that's crazy you can write a check for any amount surely I can use my check card for any amount so I just ordered it again and my card was declined again and so I looked into it and I was like oh no I do have a uh, daily purchase limit of $2,500 so I cannot buy this $2,800 greenhouse uh, I don't make a habit of ordering things that cost multi-thousands of dollars. That's not a thing that I do in my life. So it just hadn't come up before. Um, but actually, that turned out to sort of be a blessing in disguise. Because at that point, we realized it would be easier to have it delivered to a local store. Right, local um, to the property. Than to drive it all the way up from L.A. Right. Um, closest Home Depot happens to be in Merced. Um which is about an hour away, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then we ordered it online through Home Depot and had it delivered to the local Merced Home Depot store, um, which <laughs> itself like required two or three customer service calls to Home Depot. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Oh no! I mean, even before it was delivered, I mean oh. to like check that it was that the purchase went through and to change the pickup name to yours instead of mine, and just like multiple phone every calls. step has required so much effort. But that's fine. It, that's I mean, that's what we're doing. We're doing a thing that requires effort, and that's okay. But oh, Lord, but me. the whole goal was to have this ready for Maury's visit. He right. finished this huge concrete job, earned a break, and so he flew out for a whole week mm -hmm. to see the property and help us out. So we wanted to get that greenhouse on the ground um, and get it put up while he was out here. Right, it was right. a big crunch. Uh, so, and now we have a vehicle. There's a new vehicle that's been added to our retinue. Yeah, bit, talk about that for a sec. It's a bit of a quantum vehicle at this <laughs> yes. point. Uh, we sort of own it. We we will very soon. Um, and we it is at our disposal. Um, we got a new work vehicle. Um, so my boss, uh, offered to sell me the original work van, um, which we've dubbed the Moon Mallow. Uh, it's, it's got almost 238,000 miles. So it's gotten almost to the moon. Hmm. Um, and it's just a workhorse starts up for me every time. Doesn't yeah, complain much. It's just like much. a big white van, right? Yep. Yep. Um, with a good amount of space in the back. So we took advantage of that because we knew we would need some sort of vehicle to transport these large, long, bulky greenhouse pieces. Right. Yeah. So Vince and his mom and his brother picked up the greenhouse from Home Depot on Thursday as I was driving up with Dickens from L.A. Because she didn't want to spend the, the whole 
week up there, right? Right. Yeah. There's still so little development up there. I can I can do like three nights. I can do yeah. I can do up to three nights. I think, but I can't do a lot more than that. I don't really want to do a whole whole week on the property until there's a little bit more. Yeah. So Mo and I drove up in the van, swung by a hardware store on the way up. Um, just cause, you know, Maury wanted some, some lumber and tools up there just for projects. And so for the first two days, we kind of just explored and tooled around and Maury built a sturdy table. My mom planted some almond trees. Um, and we were all like processing firewood and kind of trying to get it ready, get it a little more livable mm -hmm. so that we could really cut loose when you got up here. Right. Um, and by cut loose, I mean bust ass. Build a greenhouse and bust ass. <laughs> build yeah. a greenhouse, like build a ladder up into a tree and cut branches off and yeah, do all sorts of fun, somewhat dangerous shit. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, we wanted to time it out because there's still not great service. We can't really get in touch with Amy. She's right. going to be on the road by herself with the dog. So we kind of wanted to be in service while she was doing that. So we we did the pickup day on Thursday. Mm -hmm. By the time we got back up to the property with the greenhouse, like Amy was there five minutes later probably. Yeah, yep, pretty good timing. So yeah, great timing there. Um, do you remember what we ate that first night? Um, yeah, I used the pre-made pie crust and I made like a sweet potato spinach. That was night number one. Uh, Gruyere Far cheese out with the exploding pie. slate. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Don't um line your your cast iron with uh slate because it will explode. Yeah, in yeah. So I, I wanted to make a pie and I wanted to make it in our Dutch oven. Um, I mean oven isn't the name. It seems like you should be able to cook a pie in it. Um, but I didn't want it the pie tin to be directly against the bottom of the cast iron because I thought it would burn the bottom of the pie while not cooking the rest of it quite enough. So we elevated it with some pieces of slate that were just like, you know, in the ground around the property. Um, and yeah, it, it mostly worked, but as the slate rocks got heated to a certain extent, they started exploding a bit and sending bits of dirt and slate uh, down into the pie, yeah. which was not ideal. But it's camping food, so you forgive yeah. a lot. And it was still <laughs> delicious. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to the greenhouse. Mm -hmm. um, so what was the what were the first steps? So we had to get the ground ready. Mm -hmm. Well, um, first you had to choose a spot. Oh, sure. Let's back it on up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you got to choose a good spot. We managed to find somewhere that maximizes winter sun while minimizing summer sun. Mm -hmm. It's this spot kind of tucked up. It's where we've been setting up the sukkah and right. the tent so far. Um, it's got uh, Toyon and Manzanita on the west side. So gives you the good afternoon shade. Mm -hmm. um, and it's elevated. So it's another good, good building site up on a ridge. Yep. But it's not totally level. Uh, so we had to grade it a little bit, probably dug down a foot on the high side uh -huh. and then built up about four inches on the low side mm -hmm. and had to pull out all the organic material. And yeah, that was a big job. Yeah. What was every... the ultimate size of the pad? Like 10 by 20? Uh, oh, even bigger than that. Mm -hmm. I think like 
16 by 24. Oh, wow. Because we wanted to go four feet on all sides. So the greenhouse is eight by 16. Sure. Um, fortunately, in our site, we didn't have to kill any trees. Um, at the very end, we did cut out one mm -hmm. kind of outlying bush, but not a huge one. Right. Um, managed to find a pretty clear spot. Uh, but did have to cut a few low-hanging, kind of dead-looking branches on the tree above. Yeah, so they the made like a wood ladder to climb up high in the tree so they could cut down branches. I'm glad I wasn't there for when it <laughs> happened. It seems dangerous. I'm sure you were safe as you were doing it. We took a video for her, but uh, yeah, Maury built this awesome ladder just with some two-by-fours and put ropes on either side for redundancy and to climb up and then have a, another little rope so you can tie your jigsaw or skill saw or chainsaw or whatever to that so you don't have to drag it up the ladder with you that's clutch um so yeah we cleared all the brush away from that mm -hmm. uh 16 by 24 area and then i started digging in swinging at it with a pickaxe and mm -hmm. a flat shovel and then lots of tamping lot much tampage. Of tamping. yeah you got to get all the organic stuff out of there mm -hmm. so the top like two inches you just throw downhill um or four inches however deep with the uh, organic like roots and all that is mm -hmm. um and then kind of graded it so that there were trenches on either side so that it would drain from the middle to the sides um spent a couple days on that well yeah just the pad <laughs> prep is so much work yeah um and maury was down the hill uh with working on the steel base frame right. for the greenhouse when yep. we got it back. Um, so when I got it pretty close to done, uh, the pad, we, all four of us, lifted it up and carried it up into lifted place. Lifted the frame up. Yeah, yeah, lifted the frame up, set it into place. So we had our 8 by 16 footprint. We kind of lined it up with the tree and mm -hmm. made sure we were happy. And then you flag out where these uh, bolts are going to go, mm -hmm. these um, bolts that strap footers. it to a foundation yeah. yeah, or strap it to footers then moved the frame again um, and dug uh, holes for the footers so we dug <clears throat> holes for each of the feet and then once we had them set they poured concrete in to set them yeah we actually brought the whole rig back again the whole frame right. and I threw a level down on it to make sure and we kind of tightened yeah. and loosened the bolts. Yeah you gotta play with your level again your favorite. Yep yep you gotta check it a couple times and then pour the concrete in all around it uh, around the footers that is. Uh, so yeah we let the concrete set for about two hours mm -hmm. um, then pulled the frame away um, just because the bolts were set enough and we wanted to have working room for the next mm -hmm. step, which is rodent proofing. Uh, this was my mom's suggestion, and it's a really good one because as I was digging in, I definitely saw rodent and snake holes down to like 10 inches. Mm -hmm. So they're down there, and they'll definitely work their way into your greenhouse. So did a lot of research into hardware cloth. I would definitely recommend it if you want to protect your shit from voles. <laughs> um, get the 16 gauge half inch. You don't need the quarter inch. The quarter inch isn't as high of a gauge. Get the vinyl coated if you can because it's going underground. Galvanized even is going to rust in a couple years. I didn't know what hardware cloth was at all. I thought it was some sort of like, you know, burlap or something. How would you describe it? Metal mesh? Yeah, metal mesh, like 
really fine chicken wire, I think. Yeah, it's chicken got a wire is what I names. think of. Yeah, but um, it's square, not But like it's square, the not hexagonal, yeah. And it, like you say, it's also vinyl covered, at least what we got. Um, yes, cost a little extra, but definitely worth it for, for what we're doing. Yeah, so it comes in rolls, at least the size that we got, or three feet wide. 25 feet long. Yeah, so Vince cut pieces to sort of layer sort of like lasagna noodles like we had yeah, lasagna the other night sure. um, except this instead of leaving a little space we overlapped it um anyway laid down lengths of hardware cloth all through the the floor of the greenhouse to prevent any craters Rodents, and we're gonna fold it up the sides get mm -hmm. it above ground and we're gonna really bury in uh the sides of it so mm -hmm. that they can't get in anywhere but in addition to overlapping them uh I wasn't sure that this is necessary, but Vince and his mom made the point that like, this is going, we're going to bury this. It's going to be there forever. So we better do it right the first time. Um, so what we did was take wire that was also vinyl covered. Mm -hmm. um, and so we, Vince's mom and I sewed the strips of uh, hardware cloth together. Every half inch, we'd, you know, over, under, over, under the whole length of each piece. It took a long time. <laughs> While I was continuing to obsessively slam the ground, like, <laughs> yes. a few yards away uh -huh. from them. It was quite a project. <laughs> um, but now it's done. And yeah. it'll be there forever. So I, I'm glad that we did it. No, I'm really thrilled with what we did with the hardware cloth. They are like tricky little fuckers, gophers and voles. Mm -hmm. If you don't stitch your hardware cloth together and overlap the seams, right. just they can go in undermine the layers. it. Yeah, they'll they'll undermine it as much as they need to mm -hmm. to pull the two layers apart and then they'll get in there. Right. It's a more literal meaning of undermine than one usually gets. Oh, and speaking of undermining, <laughs> under. overmining, remember that they can also go over the ground. In fact, it's way easier for them than going <laughs> under the ground. Like most of us. Yeah, so keep that in mind as you're doing your, your raised gardens and, and whatnot. <laughs> right. Um, so after the concrete set of the footings, we were able to start putting together all of the greenhouse parts. Yep, brought the frame back up. Mm -hmm. Um the kit says it can be built by two people in one day, uh, <laughs> which, which is, is kind of ridiculous considering we had to spend the first whole day digging and setting footers and mm -hmm. waiting for them to dry, uh, which they didn't really account for. Um, and it's just like, it's a thousand little pieces where they're all individually labeled and it's like... It's like Ikea on acid. Yeah, like the nightmare version of, the worst nightmare version of Ikea. But it's like, attach the BAS2 to the BAS3 with the BAC4 using the BAS03 and ML01. Um, and those are literally the second instruction in the booklet. I looked it up. <laughs> um, but luckily, Vince and Maury are badasses, and they have some, you know, experience in construction and the right brains. And together, they were able to muddle through the instructions pretty well. Yeah. Not yeah. without some frustration, but right. ultimately to success. Mad props to Mo. He was doing most of the heavy uh -huh. lifting yep. on the thinking. But about halfway through on Friday, Mo was picking the parts and noticed we were missing a whole box of them. <laughs> yep. Um, took a few minutes to figure out, like, no, this, this long one is definitely not here. Mm -hmm. None of the four long ones. None of this one. And then, you know, it's all a very modular thing, so that's cool. But um, we even managed to put together that we had the expansion kit, but not the base kit. Mm -hmm. um, how did this happen? <laughs> well, so we I took went to a look. College. <laughs> so we took a look at all of the 
boxes that we had and they were labeled like two of five, three of five, four of five, five of five, um, plus a box with the anchoring kit. Um, however, the anchoring kit was not labeled one of five. It was just like an additional no box. We did not have a four so, of five. We had five boxes, but oh, we did I thought not we were missing one of five. of five. It doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure it was one because I was like, number one, you missed the number one box. Okay, maybe. You, um, you're the one who went back. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so Judy and I drove into town to try to get phone service All the way back to enough. Well, first we just drove to Mariposa to try to get enough phone service to call Home Depot and see if they had our one of five box. Um, of course, they put me on hold for like 20 minutes. Uh, but then eventually they said, yes, we do have your box. So Judy and I drove the three hour round trip uh, back to Merced to pick up our mixing, missing box from Home Depot and bring it back to the property, um, which was... A little annoying, but like honestly, these things happen, and it's all part of the process. You it's know, it's kind can... of our bad, their bad. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's fine. Like, if that's the worst that happens, is we miss a box and then we go pick it up the next day. Like, that's fine. It's yeah, it's hard work, but that's sort of the point. So you know, and it gave my brother and I some time to like just chill, mm-hmm. and continue busting ass, of course. <laughs> uh, On Saturday, uh, it started to rain. Thursday and Friday were beautiful. Like, the whole week was beautiful, right? Much nicer than, yeah, previous, than the previous yeah. times we'd been there. But then on Saturday, it started to rain. Um, luckily, everybody else, like Judy and Vince and Maury, um, didn't seem to mind. And they just kept on working on the greenhouse in the chilly rain. God bless them. <laughs> uh, but me, I was like, excuse me, the dog and my Kindle and I are going to hang out in the tent for a while. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's... That seemed to work okay. You guys didn't seem to resent it or anything. You were happy to work on the greenhouse? No, it's like rain is a sensation, suffering is a choice. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, We had done, you know, I I was proud of my my pad. Uh It could handle the rain. Right, yeah, all that tamping. All the tamping kind of, it needed rain. Sure, yeah, to set it all the way. Rain it in a little bit. Yeah. and all the pieces are waterproof. They're meant to get wet. Sure. Didn't make them slippery or anything? Harder no. to handle? No. Huh. Cool. It was fine. Cooled us off a little bit. So over the course like... of Saturday, despite the rain, uh, Vince and Maury and Judy managed to put up like, like 90% like... of the greenhouse. Well, let's say 70. 70? Okay. Yeah. It's got four walls. Uh, it has it a door, door sill, but not the door yet. Right. Uh, half of a roof. Mm-hmm. couple windows. Yep. I mean, the movable windows. It's full of windows. The whole thing is windows. A couple vent windows, and it's unclear from the directions. You know, it could be anywhere from two to four. Um, At first, we assumed two, just based on the parts we had. But then as we were getting down there in the box, and, you know, we never did a full inventory. And in In a perfect world, we would have inventoried all. Right, but when you only have, like, screws, you know, but, four yeah. days, like, you want to get to building as soon yeah. as possible if you want to finish in the time. You figure you'll find the things you don't have towards the end, and that's exactly what happened. Right, we ended right. up uh, being short uh, just some window hardware. We had the panels. Um, we thought we only had two windows, but it turns out we were supposed to have four, and so we didn't have the longer ones. Mm-hmm. Um and that one, we're pretty sure, was like a grandio packing the boxes thing. It wasn't a Home Depot thing. Yeah, maybe there's one on us, one on Depot, one on Grandio. <laughs> sure. But they were real chill about one it. One demerit per. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, you know, it's still mine to fuck up one more time at least. 
Right. So we'll when we got back, Vince called Grandio, um, and they put in an order for the missing pieces at no cost to us. It sounds like Pretty it was rad. actually a really good customer service experience. Yeah. Yeah. She um, knew right away what part I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, asked me a couple times if I wanted anything else. Aww. So hopefully <laughs> those were the, the right pieces. Yeah, uh, I think so. But there might be a couple more that are still missing. Uh-huh. So when we go up next time, we'll bring the pieces that just got shipped to us. Um, and hopefully those are the only missing pieces. And we'll be able to finish off the greenhouse. Rock and roll. <laughs> we also, after we finish building it, need to finish working on the floor. Right now it's dug in and covered with the hardware cloth. The hardware cloth is still on the top. Um, so we need to bury it. Yeah, we raised it really high up on the bolts, like six inches above um, where we put the hardware cloth. With the idea, you know, both that, that gives me a little more headroom mm-hmm. in there. Um, and we're going to fill it probably with another four inches of dirt. Maybe a heated floor. Um, kind of an experimental, just uh, landscape tubing, um, heated floor kind of thing. What would you put on top of that? I thought concrete dirt. was the idea on top of... Oh, we don't want to do a solid concrete floor in the greenhouse. No, I know. That's why I was surprised that you were talking about it. Because I thought that the concrete and the landscape tubing for the heated floor oh, were no, you can one do, and same, part of the same. You can do uh, tubing in dirt, too. Just I the same as concrete. True. Yeah. The you dirt, want to be a little I thought selective. dirt was too... Yeah. It's, I guess it's not any more of an insulator than concrete. Right. They're about the same. About the same. Maybe a little better. Hmm. I just wouldn't expect it to travel in the same way, I guess, mm. to get ambient in the same right. way through dirt. But now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know why. Anyway, so yes, we do have to finish the floor in some way. Um, we also talked about maybe doing like some planks, like a deck, uh, have a little bit of space between so any water would flow down sure. through the, the planks. Or possibly burying some trees in there, like planting them proper inside mm. the greenhouse. Mm-hmm. That's a possibility. We might not want to do that. Sure, like when you would cut a hole in the hardware cloth. Oh, yeah, no, that's ridiculous. We're not going to do that. <laughs> I mean, it would, it's possible, but probably not. It's kind of probably permanent. better to just put it into a big pot, and when it gets big enough, just bring it outside. Take it outside, yeah. yeah, yeah. But we're also thinking the greenhouse will be good for storage, for dry storage. So when we start moving Judy's furniture down yeah. from Napa, the greenhouse will be a good place to hopefully put a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's going to fill up fast, though. Yeah. Especially if we want to have stuff and plants in it. Right, but. right. If, and it'll be partially a living space for a while, too. You know, when we're up visiting, when we're working on the place, it'd be nicer to sleep in the greenhouse than it would to sleep in a tent, probably. Yep. If it starts to rain, mm-hmm. do all your food prep. Yep. Undercover. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's it's really close. We're almost at a greenhouse. It's very exciting. Yeah. So what do we do after that? Well, then it's back to work on the dugout, right? Yeah, I think I think we'll prioritize the dugout. <laughs> we can be done. I think that's quite enough. We talked about the greenhouse. We talked about the virus. We talked about our feelings. The monkeys. The our monkeys, feelings. And our, this and the dog. Monkeys. Yeah. I think that'll do. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. Take care.